Well, here we are again at Bethel, Beit El. We're just north of Jerusalem. This is kind of the dividing line between West Bank and uh, Jerusalem, and also in ancient times, what was the Northern Kingdom and the Southern Kingdom. Yep. Kurt, tell us about Bethel because this is take two and I messed it all up the first time. <laughs> well, number one, it's, it's toward the end of the day. It's beautiful. We're here all by ourselves. You can look all the way out this way and see the Mediterranean. Uh, Tel Aviv and some of the coastal cities. You can look all the way that way and see into the country of Jordan. It just really gives you a sense of how small Israel is geographically, uh, but how wonderful this site is because the very first time that really significantly we find this site in the Bible is when Abram, Abraham said to Lot, hey, lift up your eyes and look around here and you tell me, remember the herdmen were fighting in Genesis 13? Tell me what land you want. And, and Lot lifted up his eyes and saw the well-watered plains of, of toward Jordan and he chose to go that way. And God reaffirmed to Abraham, hey, look at all this land, north, south, east, west, and what a vista for him to see it. It belongs to you. So uh, what a great reminder that God keeps his promises and it goes exceeding abundantly above all that we would ask or think. Abram's grandson, Jacob, also spent some time at this spot. Carrie, <laughs> I'm gonna give you a hint. <laughs> this is where this is where he had his dream. My wait, but my wait, my my mind is still on Abraham, and I'll tell you why. Okay. Because as you're talking, I'm thinking about Lot choosing what was visibly materially safe. He chose the uh, the easy win, the well-watered plains of Sodom, plenty of crops, plenty of water, plenty of uh, of of, of uh, cattle, and he would thrive there. He made the material choice. I'm going to go where I can visibly make the most money, so mm -hmm. to speak. Mm -hmm. um, God said, Abraham, you stay here. This is the harder place to live. It's this, this is, as our guide was saying, this is where you survive off rain, not off uh, the, the, the natural water that's, that's local. And so this was a place of trust. Mm -hmm. This was a place yeah. of covenant of this, living. This was the long game. Yes. Th yeah. And this was living in covenant relationship with God trusting him this is faith life instead of trusting my visible material circumstantial world yeah and, so. and the interesting thing about that is that in the moment lot saw great success he got those planes he, he got a position in the city he got prominence he had a, a nice home all of those things but in the long run he his life dear price he, sure he lost did. his family so covenant relationship with god versus the material uh, carnal, worldly uh, approach to life I see unfolding here. Now you take us to Jacob. Okay, so obviously Abraham's grandson Jacob has deceived his father Isaac and he has obtained a blessing. And remember Rebecca, Jacob's mom, who had really orchestrated the deception, said, Jacob, you know, Esau's gonna kill you. you. You need to get out of town for a season and come to see my brother up in Haran. Remember Laban? So J Jacob travels this way by himself. He'll never see his mother again. He gets to this spot, Bethel, and remember he, the, the rock is his pillow, and he um, has that dream, and in that dream, God shows him a ladder to heaven. 
and angels that are ascending and descending upon that ladder. And what's very interesting, Carrie, is that Jesus references this in John 1, when Nathaniel skeptically comes to the Lord. And Jesus says, you're going to see something greater, Nathaniel. You're going to see the heavens opened and the angels of God ascending and descending upon the Son of Man. So really, Jesus re referred to himself in John 1, I am ac I'm the access mm -hmm. to heaven. Mm -hmm. I'm the way by which heaven mm -hmm. is access to human beings. And so Jacob received this promise from God at the lowest spiritual spot in his life, that I'm going to honor my covenant to your grandpa. And that covenant was fulfilled in Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. And Jesus was saying in John 1, yeah, it is. Yeah, it's not because we can climb high that we get to God. It's because of who Jesus is and the access he provides that we have hope to uh, access heaven. And that's what the word Bethel means, the house of God, which it's, it is God promising Jacob, I'm opening my heart, my arms, my presence to you through Jesus Christ, that mm. ladder, that staircase, mm. uh, that, that way, I am the way, the truth, and the life, mm. that way to get to God. Uh, this, the redemptive story going all the way back to Genesis is so powerful. I love what you said at the beginning that this is kind of a border between, remember the divided kingdom? It was Saul, David, and Solomon. The kingdom was united, but because of Solomon's compromise, God judged uh, the nation and there became the divided kingdom, the southern kingdom and the, the northern kingdom. And remember the first king of the northern kingdom was a man named Jeroboam. And God had actually made him a good promise through a hide to the prophet, Jeroboam, just follow me and I'll, I'll bless you. You're, you're not a son of David. You don't get the, the Abrahamic covenantal promise, but I'm gonna bless you as the northern kingdom king. But remember Jeroboam in fear decided, I can't, I can't trust the Lord. Mm -hmm. I know it's going to happen. My people up here are going to go down to Jerusalem. Rehoboam, the son of Solomon, mm -hmm. is going to turn their hearts away. He's, he's just projecting all this insecurity. And so what does he do? He kind of creates a little bit of a hybrid false religion. He sets up a golden calf right here in Bethel, sets up another one all the way up in Dan. We were there last week. We talked about that previously. Yeah, so talk about that. Well, he, he basically created borders uh, he, out of insecurity so that those people wouldn't journey to Jerusalem. He wanted that northern kingdom to be loyal to him. He acted, instead of loyalty and faithfulness to God, he acted basically in idolatry. And one of the things I've seen this trip, Kurt, is um, they struggled with the temptation to idolatry in, in, in a different framework, but it's the same exact temptation that we have to idolatry. They would see the bordering nations and, and existing tribal peoples and whoever seemed to be doing the best in right. terms of crops right. and herds right. and resources. Everything was about survival. So everything was about uh, the stability of the ground, the, the rock, uh, the access to trees and water and fertile soil. And how could you live? Yeah, and, and it, it was the it was the first attractional church model. It, yeah. like whatever works, whatever works. Let's go do to it. that God. Right. That's that God is blessing those people, and so it was. Well, let's get that God too. You know, mm -hmm. and there was this constant pull to pursue material provision from other gods instead of from their God mm -hmm. and trusting their God. Mm -hmm. 
Um, and that's basically what happened with Jeroboam. He set up the false gods and led the people into generational paganism, which ended up in Assyrian destruction. Absolutely. And uh, the northern kingdom never did have a good king. Never had one good king. Just one leaders, one bad decision at the very beginning. And what's very interesting is God said that there would come a king years later, even after the destruction of the northern kingdom, whose name was Josiah, that would speak against the altar. And that altar would be destroyed. And God would uh, would reign supreme, as, as he always does. No matter what God is doing in your life, don't be tempted to the idols of temporal survival and provision and fickle and fragile sources of protection. Trust your covenant God who loves you, who created you, who died for you, who makes himself known to you through his word, walks with you every day, and whose coming we anticipate very soon. Absolutely. Right over the hill. Absolutely. In Jerusalem. Absolutely. We can see it from here almost. Like Abram, he's your father and my father, the father of faith. Lift up your eyes today. Lift up your eyes today. It, it might not look like much today, but I'm telling you, there's coming a day when all of God's promises will be fulfilled because of the latter, Jesus Christ, our access to God. What a wonderful reminder, and thanks for joining us today. Hey, we'll see you tomorrow, one more, one more day in the Holy Land, and we wrap it up. God see bless. You tomorrow.